TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right. Welcome, loves. It is Bowerly on uh, News Radio 930 WBEN with you on a Friday, and a sweltering Friday it is. And uh, one of the stories that has kind of caught my ear, kind of caught my attention, is, uh, well, it's on WBEN.com. It's also on the AP. It's going nationwide. And it involves a state trooper from Jamestown, a New York state trooper who is Sikh, was barred by his, I didn't say sick, I said Sikh, was barred by his supervisors from growing facial hair for his wedding despite a 2019 state law requiring employers to let most workers follow attire or grooming obligations for their religion, which is interesting because you couldn't follow your religious beliefs in terms of the vaccination, but I digress. State trooper Charanjat Tawana, based in Jamestown, requested permission to grow his beard to the length of one half inch in March of 2022 for his wedding. Unshorn hair and beards are a sign of religious commitment for practicing Sikh men, a custom that clashes with state police grooming rules, which require troopers to shave and cut their hair short. Tawana's request was denied on the basis that it posed a safety issue regarding the use of a gas mask. <laughs> Sorry. Just such bureaucratic BS. According to uh, his union, the New York State Troopers uh, Police Benevolent Association. Okay, so here we have one of these issues um, that, uh, again, if I'm not a lawyer, okay, but if state law, okay, if and the New York State Police are a function of the executive um, department, executive branch of government in New York State. Okay, so if the state law says it's permissible and the New York State Police brass say, no, you can't do it. I think we have, my personal opinion, a major First Amendment issue here. And we also have a flouting of a state law. Remember, it was not that long ago. Uh, Well, I guess it was that long ago. Back in the 1970s, um, the state police were successfully sued by a Latino man because of the height requirement that used to be a part of being a state trooper in New York State. And he demonstrated to the satisfaction of the court that it was the height requirement because Latino men tend to be shorter than non-Latino men, that it was inherently discriminatory to... Uh, have a height requirement because that basically knocked out a lot of Latinos from becoming state troopers. And I said men because that case involved a man. So uh, I'm kind of curious where you are because I will tell you, 
Um, first of all, if you're ever in a fight with a Sikh, let the Sikh do the work. Okay, I'm just I'm just going to tell you, uh, warrior people. <laughs> I mean, I hate to generalize, but they are some tough people. Uh, but I, I am abs- I am appalled. And I can't believe, uh, has Kathy Hochul said anything about this, the governor of New York State? Because it is just, it is appalling to me that an executive department of New York State government would flout a New York State law. The guy wants a half-inch beard. Now, I don't know about you, but a half-inch isn't that much. And you can hold the Asian men jokes later, okay, for me. So, um... Uh, a half inch is is nothing, and I, I'm sorry, but I just I wonder how many times the uh, trooper involved has actually uh, deployed with his gas mask outside of training. Um, and, and look, I, I get the whole gas mask thing. All right, it, obviously you got to be safe uh, during gas masks, but if somebody is willing to assume the responsibility. Uh, for their personal safety by growing a beard for religious purposes, why shouldn't they be allowed to do it? This makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. But again, look, I find it interesting that uh, for religious reasons, you can uh, use the attire or the facial hair that you want to use if you are a state employee. But God forbid you wanted to make your own choice on the uh, so-called vaccine. Uh, I think the New York State Police brass are absolutely wrong on this, and uh, no big surprise. Look, I have a lot of friends in the rank and file of the New York State Police, and I have a great deal of respect for the men and women of the New York State Police, in particular Troop A and Troop T in our area, the people most likely to pull me over. I I have a great deal of respect uh, for them, but in this case, I happen to think the brass is absolutely wrong. He's doing it. As I understand this story, he is doing it on a limited basis. And, you know, if you go to Toronto, uh, and my mom told me this story maybe 30 years ago, but she was a little surprised because she saw uh, uh, Toronto police officers who were Sikh basically wearing turbans, not the uniform regulation police hat, but turbans. And it's, I don't know, know, it's, it's one of those things, the first time you see it, it's like, well, that's unusual, but then after you get used to it, it's uh, it's really no big deal. And as far as the gas masks uh, thing, various departments at various times around western New York do allow their officers to grow beards. And I believe it was during the centenary of the town of Tonawanda, maybe 150 years, I'm not sure, but the, uh, the town of Tonawanda actually let the cops grow beards. And it was just the strangest thing because you're used to seeing cops very clean shaven and very uh, closely shorn with the hair, uh, unless they're undercover, which changes things tremendously. But you're used to seeing them uh, uh, cleanly shaved. So I want to know from you guys, what is the right thing to do here? Uh, How about Orthodox Jews? Uh, Do they get to grow beards? I would certainly hope so. 803 0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Should the Sikh trooper be allowed to grow a beard for his wedding? Uh, 
is isn't I'm sorry, but isn't the freedom to exercise your religion as American as apple pie? And does the excuse from the state police brass that, well, this poses a risk uh, because if uh, the gas mask uh, is needed, uh, the seal might not be great enough and he might be subjected to uh, uh, fumes from the chemical weapons. I'm sorry. That just, it doesn't add up to me, number one. And by the way, being gassed is absolutely no fun. Different people have different tolerances to uh, tear gas. I have a very low tolerance to tear gas. Uh, went through that once, and if it never happens again, I will be fine. I hacked my lungs up for about a good hour. Yeah, a good hour after being severely gassed, and it was uh, not a lot of fun. 803. 0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And the other thing that's, that's in the background of this whole situation is, I'm sorry, is anybody aware that the police departments are having a really hard time recruiting officers? Some departments have actually lowered standards because nobody wants the job. And I have joked on the air, and maybe it's not really a joke, maybe maybe there's some truth to this, maybe there's some seriousness to this, that we might actually be heading toward the world of RoboCop because human beings... Uh, have to be perfect 100% of the time or else uh, they get uh, all kinds of uh, guff and grief in media. Should the state trooper who is Sikh be allowed to grow his beard for his wedding? Now, as I understand it, he's not going to keep the beard after his wedding, but he wants it for his wedding. So a risk-benefit analysis to me would be, okay, for how long is the beard going to be on? And statistically, what are the probabilities that he's going to need a gas mask during the time he has a half-inch beard? And a half-inch, come on, it's, uh, it, it's nothing. A half-inch beard, come on. We're not talking about ZZ Top here, okay? Uh, unless, of course, the Sikh trooper wants to sing Tush on duty. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. So, yeah, I support the Sikh trooper um, absolutely, positively. And let's go to uh, Jimmy in Buffalo. Jimmy, you are on WBEN. Welcome. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Uh, well, a little bit warm out, don't you think? Uh, it's very warm. Imagine having a beard being a cop right now. That would suck. <laughs> Anyways, um, being a, a cop and an Orthodox Jew, would it be a contradiction because they can't really be around pigs? Oh, that's just wrong. That is so wrong, and I'm so glad that I have so many Jewish listeners who will come to my defense on that one. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Wait, was that, was that it? Was that, the, like, you just called in for the joke? I mean, we can go on. No, I think the Sikh should be allowed to have his beard. It's kind of ridiculous that they're going to – I mean, they're obviously just kind of like trying to get rid of him, right? I don't know if they want to – I don't know if they're trying to get rid of him. I have no idea if this guy has any history of disciplinary issues, but it, it seems pretty chicken poop to me for the state to flout its own law, number one, and then to use this excuse about, well, I might have to use a gas mask and he's not going to get a tight seal. Oh, come on. What are the, yeah, what, how many times has he crap. deployed the gas mask? Come on. Training. <laughs> right. You know, that's about it. Uh, I don't know. I think if you look at the state troopers and put them all in line throughout the state, how many, um, you know, black, native, brown, whatever, versus white people are going to have. It's a predominantly white police force, and I think they would prefer to keep it that way, unfortunately. 
No, no, I, I disagree. I disagree because as America changes, there has been a real effort to recruit a more diverse force of police officers. And unfortunately, in some communities, it is still uncool to be a police officer. And, you know, Especially you got to move. In, well, is it, is it uncool to be a police officer or is it, un, is it uncool to be a brown police officer in Jamestown, New York? Um, I think it's uncool to be a police officer. I mean, I don't know exactly what the cultural climate is in Jamestown, New York. I haven't been to Jamestown in a while. But whether it's Jamestown or Tawny Town or Buffalo, um, you know, when you drive around town, uh, what, what, do, what do you see when you drive around town? Because I see a lot of people of different backgrounds uh, who contribute to the fabric of Western New York and the United States of America. And I, I, some are white, some are non-white, some are black, some are brown. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I see, a, I see exactly what you see. And I've always respected police officers. And when I was a kid, I wanted to be one. That, that didn't work out for various reasons. But, you know, it's... Uh, it's hard to say what the cultural uh, diversity is in Jamestown, you know. And well, I mean, I this being a cop in Jamestown. But but you know I what? Guess. This is this is not a Jamestown PD this uh, issue. This is a state police Jamestown right, issue. That's true. I mean, because when you when you become a state trooper, they just put you wherever they want. Yeah, as far away from home as they can the first few years until you move a little bit homeward bound. But uh, you you believe, just just to get this straight, you believe, number one, the Sikh trooper should be allowed to grow his beard. Yeah, absolutely. And number two, are you buying the whole gas mask thing? Because to me that sounds like... Absolutely not. I mean, well, the only thing I can say about that is how many meth labs are they busting in Jamestown? Probably more than they're busting in Buffalo. Say, is there anything but meth labs in Jamestown? Come on. No, uh, but I mean, here, you know what I would do if I was the superintendent of state police and if I was this concerned about the beard and the gas mask, I would say, you know what? I'm really happy you're getting married. And I'm really delighted that we have a Sikh trooper on the force. And I'm genuinely concerned about if you need to deploy your gas mask. I'll tell you what, for the period leading up to your wedding and as long as you need to wear your beard, we're going to put you on desk duty. Problem solved. That, Problem solved. Or how many times did he have to grow his beard because of the uh, religious differences grow, like going up to that point? And he finally said, "If you let me try it for my wedding, and they said no again, then that's the problem. There's a lot of stuff you don't know about it. Well, you know what? That, that actually is quite a fair point, and, and I accept that as a fair point. Um, and I'm not exactly sure what all the rules are governing the uh, Sikh practices, but if you if you listen to this show, you know that I have a fondness for the Indian subcontinent and the peoples thereof. So my my biases may be showing a little bit here. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, love the the whole Indian like African continent, and you know, going to Asia. So it doesn't. I think they're all great people. Yeah, but I mean, from what I've heard about you in Bangkok, um, I don't think you should go back there anytime real soon. Hey, if you don't go to Bangkok and have a lady boy, you know. <laughs> I can't believe you went there. You actually went there. Good God. You start out with the Orthodox Jew, then you end up with lady boys in Bangkok. I give up, man. I give up. I've lost control of the show. You're the first caller today. Thank um, you. Have a good day. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate the uh, call. Uh, New York State Police. 
and, and look, what what's wrong with my solution? Okay, the Bowerly solution. Let's just pretend in La La Land that I'm the superintendent of state police. Okay, I have been trying to recruit a diverse force. So I have a Sikh state trooper, and all he wants to do is grow his beard a half inch for his wedding. So if I really believe that a gas mask is going to be an issue because he grows a half inch long beard, the reasonable accommodation that I would make is I would call in the trooper and say, I want to congratulate you on your wedding. Um, You absolutely have the legal right, and that's important, you have the legal right to grow your beard, but because I am concerned about whether or not you need uh, a gas mask and whether the seal is going to be tight, I'm going to put you on desk duty. Don't take this as a demotion. It really is for your own safety. After your wedding, you shave your beard off, and you can you know, get back on patrol. To me, that is something that makes perfect sense. And if you want a diverse police force, you have to make accommodations for diversity because we don't all view the world in the same way. And if you want a multicultural police force, you have to understand that you're going to get multicultural people who want to be cops. And thank God we still have people who want to be cops. Um, I, I hear, look, I hear your battle stories. I hear the war stories. I know what it's like out there. I just know a fraction of what it is like out there. And uh, actually, well, I was going to tell a story, but uh, I'm going to stay away from that story for right now. Uh, 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. Does anybody have a problem with, with what I'm suggesting as a common sense solution to this? Because I think the world is short on common sense. And to me, the common sense answer is exactly what I've said. Hey, you are Sikh, and we're happy that you're getting married, but we're concerned about the whole gas mask thing. Therefore, during the time you're going to have the beard on, going to put you on desk duty. And if I wanted to be a real mean guy, I'd put him on midnight desk duty. That's not a lot of fun. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. It is Bowerly. I'd love to hear from those of you who are Sikh. Enlighten us on what it is to be Sikh and the whole reason of the beard uh, when you get married. And those of you from uh, Bangladesh and India, I know that when somebody close to you gets married or dies, you have like a religious obligation to go home. And you can go to Bangladesh, it's a 24-hour flight. And we have a lot of Bangladeshis around Buffalo and Western New York, let me tell you. All right, it is uh, 227 almost at News Radio 930 WBEN. Actually, I'm just kind of jealous of the Sikh dude because I've never been able to grow a full beard. Uh, it looks very prepubescent. Now it's turning gray on News Radio 930 WBEN. Give me a tissue, please. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... 
you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. News Radio 930 WBEN. So here's the deal. There's this uh, state trooper in Jamestown, and he's a Sikh, and he wants to grow a beard a half inch long for his wedding. There's also a state law that says this is absolutely permissible, but the brass of the state police are giving this guy a hard time. They are not going to let him grow his beard. I think this is a civil rights issue. I think it is a First Amendment issue. And I think it is an issue of the law of New York State, whatever branch of the law this would fall under, whether it's administrative law or whatever. But uh, this Sikh trooper should absolutely be allowed to grow his beard. And how about the idea of a reasonable accommodation? Uh, If somebody... Uh, if the superintendent of state police uh, or the uh, big shot of Troop A, the major, whatever, if they really think that this is going to be a safety issue because of gas masks, how about a reasonable accommodation and say, you know what? We want you to enjoy your wedding as a Sikh. We want you to be able to uh, celebrate it with a beard, but we're concerned about the gas mask. So as long as you have the beard, we're going to put you on desk duty. what's, What's wrong with that? What is unreasonable about that? Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Matthew, on a cell phone, you are on. Hello. Uh, Good afternoon. Uh, Yeah, absolutely, he should be able to grow his beard. And the reasoning they've given for the gas mask is uh, baloney, because I served four years in the military, and we were, we of course, had fitting for gas masks. And we have... uh, Shaving profiles, you have to have, you know, your clean-cut shave. But I have to have uh, get a shaving profile from the doctors because I get uh, razor bumps, you know, and it irritates my skin. So I had to carry around a note from our doctor, you know, medical doctor saying, hey, I can wear my, my um, beard or facial hair to a certain length. And, of course, my sergeants and the first lieutenant and everybody would want to know why I, why my hair wasn't cleanly shaven. Well, I'm an older male, so, you know, I would have to pull out my card and show them. And, of course, they would, you know, knowing that I had my shaving profile, they would ask me for it, so I would have to produce that document. And also, it, it, I could get, a, I could get a, a good seal on my gas mask with my facial hair. So that reasoning, it doesn't fly. You know, and and we had to be, we were timed on how fast we could put on a gas mask in emergency situations. So they also serve in the military. So why are they giving him hard time over in a gas mask situation on a police force? It's a, it's a similar situation. And also, I serve as a volunteer firefighter. We also wear uh, SCBAs. They're saying the same thing for OSHA. Oh, you have to be clean shaven for OSHA. So I I had a I have a younger chief who doesn't grow facial hair like I. He put his foot down. If you don't, if you're not clean shaven, you're not going to a fire. Okay, chief, I'm not going into a fire because I passed my physical with my facial hair. He does not allow any waivers, and the commissioner board will not allow any waivers for facial hair. 
okay, well, then I'm not going into a fire because if you don't want the liability and, and, and for insurance purposes and all this other, you know, fallout for paying benefits and, and lawsuits and things like that, I understand that. But, but I mean, do you forgive forgive my interruption? I you're you're a great you're a great storyteller, and I really appreciate this. Uh, but um, the situation with the uh, uh, with the uh, fire the volunteer fire department is is such as um, I don't don't you find it just a little bit weird that all over the place police departments are complaining they can't find young people who want the job. Fire departments have been complaining we can't find people who want to volunteer to be firefighters. And we're going to we're going to institute what seemed to me to be rather arbitrary and capricious guidelines about facial hair. It it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Well, it's not the departments that instituting that. That's more coming from OSHA and the insurance companies. So they're really Somewhat their hands are tied because it's a liability issue. And if you die in the line of duty, then that's more of a legal and insurance paying out benefits. So they're getting it. They're getting it. They're getting their next read down from the insurance companies. Well, so, 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 okay, but here's a reasonable accommodation. You sign a waiver and then you go down in the Titan submersible. Right. All right. Maybe, maybe you don't go down to the Titan submersible, but you sign a waiver. Would you sign a waiver that said, hey, if anything happens to me while I'm fighting a fire, uh, I hereby waive on behalf of myself and all my succeeding issue the ability to uh, sue uh, for uh, loss of life? Well, I mean, it, we understand the job and the risk that we signed up for. I mean, you can, you, you, we, it, yeah, there should be some type of medical waivers. Again, I've taken a physical with my, with my face or hand and got a good seal on my SCBA. I passed the physical, but my teeth will not allow me to go into a fire with my with my facial hair. So that's that's and there's plenty of jobs to do on the outside. Everybody does not have to go on the hose line. It, you know, there's there's ladders to be raised. There's you know, there's all kinds of you know hose to be dragged. You know, there's all kinds of things to do on a fire scene. So well, I'm 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 very I'm glad you called. Uh, obviously, thank you for your multifaceted service to uh, our nation and our community. And I want you to wear your facial hair with pride and dignity. Now there is there needs to be more push for diversity in the police department in Tonawanda. We do have a black female police officer. Yay! She's been on the job for a couple of years now. But how many black female police officers are in all the suburbs? Uh, that again, fair. I don't know the number offhand. But how, how how hard are the, the suburban police departments recruiting, uh, aggressively recruiting for black female police officers? Uh, your at, silence at, tells me your answer. Thank you. No, <laughs> no, it's I'm not. I, I I was giving you the opportunity to to ask a question. Um, I don't know to what extent they are actively recruiting specifically for black female police officers, but I will tell you that beyond any doubt whatsoever, they are painstakingly recruiting for living, breathing bodies that can pass physicals. Well, that's true, but I mean, if you want diversity. We need all types, you know, and they, they it's not just on a local level. There's organizations that do not want real change in those departments. Let's just be honest. Well, it's, it's, but you know what? It's it's inevitable. With with demographic changes, it absolutely is inevitable. Might not happen in your lifetime, might not happen in my lifetime, uh, but 
uh, change is inevitable. Um, maybe it's not happening as fast as you would like, but I, uh, I'm glad you called, man. I thank you. Have a good day. All right, man. Thank you. Uh, there's uh, Matthew. Yeah, and I, the answer is I, I don't know to what extent uh, people are being actively recruited from all strata of uh, society and all racial backgrounds, but I do know that the police departments are having a hell of a hard time finding living, breathing bodies that can actually pass a physical. And even standards are being relaxed. And uh, let's get back to the call. Question that I'm asking you, there's a state trooper in Jamestown. He is Sikh, and he wants to grow a half-inch long beard for his wedding. And the state police brass, flouting New York state law, say, no, you may not grow your beard for your wedding. And I I hope that this guy has uh, an attorney other than the PBA rep with whom I'm sure the uh, trooper is working. But I mean, to to me, the easy solution here is the beard is going to be for a finite period of time, right? So for the finite period of time, the Sikh state trooper has his beard, put him on desk duty. Don't worry about the, the gas mask issue, if that's, an, if, if that's even an issue. Or tell you what, show me the science about the beard and gas mask and gas mask efficiency. I'd like to see the science. Uh, after all, we're supposed to follow science. Here is uh, Anonymous on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Yes, sir. I'm just jealous because I can't grow a full beard. Right. Well, listen, the reason I wanted to call in is I had my scanner on today at approximately 1.05 p.m., and I heard my brothers and sisters say, fight in Mess Hall 1. They said it twice, and then all of a sudden they said, gas deployed. Now, once they said gas deployed, do you think any of these officers said, where's my gas mask so I can go in there? No. It doesn't matter if you got a beard or not. That timing is precise. And I, for that trooper... I don't know the way the troopers work, but I do know the Department of Corrections. Um, it happens so fast. Half of these guys that work in these facilities don't even know where the gas mask is. So go ahead. Grow your beard. Have fun with it. Uh, well, too, I mean, there's, there's gas in an enclosed environment, like uh, obviously a facility of incarceration, and there's gas outside. And when you go through... Um, gas training, and I I don't know if you've been through gas training, but typically what they do is they'll unleash a couple of canisters of uh, gas in a concrete bunker-like structure, and then they will lock you in there until such time as you uh, punch your way out of there because you can't breathe. And then... And then let me explain that if you have a prankster uh, around who is part of the training, the prankster is going to take the filter out of the gas mask of one of the instructors and watch the instructor puke his guts out outside of the concrete bunker. And I I don't don't think I should give his name, but uh, I I saw that happen to uh, one of our instructors way back when, and this poor guy was turning green absolutely actually that was his name but he he was turning green because they took the filter out oh i definitely understand i've definitely been through it and um the only reason i'm not aco and you probably figured that out is i became blind about four years ago but i still like to hear my brothers and sisters and i just wanted to bring that up that 
this is how fast they happen. This is what an hour and a half ago, and this when it drops out of that ceiling in the mess halls, there's no turning back. It's all <laughs> um, white till you got to get out, and that's it. Yep. So these officers do not have time to even find a gas mask. Uh, you don't uh, wear it on the uh, on the equipment belt. Absolutely not. No, I'm just I'm just curious. I mean, I'm just thinking about uh, have I ever seen a police officer with a gas mask on the uh, on the utility belt? And the answer would be uh, no. Uh, thank you very much. I uh, I appreciate the call. Um, and uh, corrections officers, uh, see, you, you also are some of my very, very favorite people in the world. Um, law enforcement, I mean, obviously we need people in law enforcement, but the uh, COs, the job that you have to do is, um, <laughs> it's like uh, drinking oceans dry and counting grains of sand on the beach. I don't know how you do corrections work without going absolutely stark raving mad yourself because you know and I know that probably 60 to 70% of the people that you have to watch over every day have serious mental illnesses and probably shouldn't even be in a prison. They should be in some other facility. Um, And somebody once told me that the only difference between the inmates and me, I get to go home for a few hours every day, but then I got to go back on the job. And I think corrections officers are some of the uh, uh, undersung heroes in our society. I think there are a lot of jobs uh, where people are tremendously undersung. Uh, firefighters, volunteer and professional firefighters, uh, police officers, absolutely. And speaking about jobs that are, you, you know, you don't appreciate certain jobs until people aren't doing those jobs anymore. And one of those jobs is the people who pick up your garbage. And if you doubt what I'm saying, go back into the archives on the Internet and just check out what happens when various municipalities have the uh, uh the, uh, gar- the, the trash workers uh, go on strike. Uh, it gets very smelly very, very fast. And, again, can you imagine, because I, I can't imagine this, all right, because I'm sitting here in air-conditioned comfort. I've got Josh behind the glass over there. And uh, the idea of being out there on a day like today and picking up garbage, just one can after another, street after street, route after route, in this kind of heat. I cannot imagine how much water uh, you you go through, um, and it's got to be gallons a day. Uh, I've seen people playing in bands in the summertime, literally with a gallon bottle of water, and by the end of the gig, the gallon of bottle water is it's it's over with. Uh, but anyway. Uh, I don't know if you want to get in on this or if you want me to switch gears and talk about some other stuff here, but uh, there is in uh, Jamestown a uh, state trooper. And, look, I'm very fond of the New York State Police and have been for quite a long time. It's one of the finest police forces in the entire country, as far as I'm concerned. But like any other paramilitary organization, uh, there are, in my opinion, some chicken poop regulations. And I think that this Sikh police officer uh, in Jamestown, this trooper, um, I think he's getting the short end of the stick. Because, first of all, he wants to grow a half-inch beard for his wedding, which is part of the Sikh custom. And if you want a police force that is diverse, that isn't just a bunch of white guys or white women, you're going to have 
cultural issues that pop up. And you had better be ready, willing, and able to deal with those cultural issues. And if the 2019 state law says, hey, it's totally okay, uh, you are able to exercise your religious traditions and belief and still be a state worker, uh, doesn't end with the New York State Police and the excuse that is allegedly being given is, well, if the trooper needs to deploy a gas mask, uh, he might not get a good seal. Well, okay, I'd like to see the science on that. Although, in fairness, I will tell you, uh, way back when, when I was taking scuba lessons, um, my instructor said, hey, could you shave your mustache? And I said, hey, no, I'm not shaving my mustache because even something as stupid as scuba, well, it's not really stupid. It's a lot of fun. Can't do it anymore. A lot of things I can't do anymore. But um, the seal that you get around the nose with a mustache is not as good as the seal you get if you are cleanly shaven. And I'll give you another bit of gas mask history here because I'm just a, uh, a man that's filled with all kinds of useless, trivial information for your listening benefit. Do you know, allegedly, and I don't know that there's any way to prove this, I don't know that there's any documentation of this, but the uh, famous Hitler mustache, supposedly, supposedly, Hitler, well, I mean, I've seen pictures of Hitler in World War I, and he had a very thick, very heavy, very 1914 mustache, okay? And supposedly, after he was gassed, he shaved the mustache down to the infamous Hitler mustache because he, in the event of a future gassing, wanted to be able to deploy the gas mask successfully. So is there some merit to what the state police are saying? I don't know what the science says. And I don't even know if that story about Hitler is true. It's one of those things I saw in a documentary. And uh, sometimes you watch a documentary and you think, all right, how much of this is true and and how much of it uh, isn't? By the way, speaking of documentaries on Amazon, I cannot believe what I stumbled upon last night. It is World War II day-by-day diary. I've always wondered why there wasn't a show like that, but there is. It's on It literally goes through every single day and every single event of World War II. And I'll be, you know, typical Tom, 12 noon, I'm sorry, 12 midnight, I start watching it, and I'm trying to keep my, my eyes open, and it, it was on all night long. But it, it is absolutely... Uh, it is it it's tremendous. It is absolutely phenomenal, and it's five years of history condensed into this program. It's uh, World War II day by day diary on Amazon. Uh, check it out if you've got uh, Amazon. I've got Prime, so it doesn't cost me anything to check it out. All right, we will uh, get into some other things, including more on the uh, beard on uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. And, you know, the funny thing, too, is you think back about uh, the military and beards. And I know the Special Forces guys riding in on horseback in Afghanistan all looked like uh, uh, unshaven cowboys from the Wild West. But, you know, you think back to the pictures of your Civil War ancestors, and most of those guys had pretty thick beards. 
course, they didn't have to worry about CO2 but uh, or, or a, a CS gas. But 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And again, I'm going to echo what the guy said earlier this hour. When it comes to being gassed, <laughs> it's better not to be gassed, okay? Some of us react very seriously to it. I'm one of those people. I'm very sensitive to gas. On News Radio 930 WBEN. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.